and thank you for tuning in to Misty Happiness, the Spangati Goddess. I am at a KBiz convention today. I actually am a rep on my spare time, and so I'm honored today to sit down to my mentor. I'm going to let him introduce himself. Uh, I'm Michael Incardone. I'm with MCN Associates. I'm the principal. Okay. I usually start my podcast off with, what generation are you from? What generation? That's an interesting question. Mm -hmm. I'll have to read your sheet here and see exactly uh, what your sheet says. Uh The Lost Generation. Uh, I'm the probably the generation you dislike. I'm the baby boomers. I don't dislike anyone. (laughs) I don't dislike anyone. They dislike us. You know, they they're they're feisty. I'm actually. what am I? Generation X, that's me. Oh, let me mm-hmm. see what Generation X is. Mm-hmm. Right down I've there. I've heard that before. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, it gives me a range of how Like old a you 70. Are as well. 70. 70 <laughs> child. Yes, I always say it. What made, what made you, Mike, choose on being a sales rep? I'll be honest with you, when I was in grammar school, uh, eighth grade, a lot of people, every class actually I went to grammar school, the teacher wrote down, Michael talks too much. And when I got to high school, my freshman year, I was only five foot tall. I weighed about 102 pounds. And for whatever reason, I don't know how it happened, I became president of a, a, a boys Ryan Highway Young Men's Christian Organization. Okay. And I was president of four of the clubs. And I ended up um, supposed to be two years as president of the Highway. They changed the bylaws so I could be president for three years. And I ended up being a senior class vice president. And I've always been uh, very sociable. And when they had the school paper that came out at the end of my senior year, it said, uh, Michael Lane Cardone will be a salesperson. Oh, wow. Yeah. So they spoke you into existence. They spoke your faith into existence, correct? I think so. I didn't know what I wanted to do. So when I went to college, I took you know, public speaking and marketing and pretty much general business. See, I'm, <clears throat> see, they don't have those those tests anymore in school because I took one of those tests. And right. I'm a 70 baby, and it told me I was going to be a janitor. Really? Yeah. Okay. I've been fighting not to clean stuff all my <laughs> life. <laughs> Why are you or your generation the way you are? Well, probably from my upbringing. My grandparents, two came from Sicily, and two came from uh, Italy, and they moved to uh, came to New York City, landed on a boat, signed their names on Ellis Island. My father and mother were born in New York City. I lived there until I was nine. And my father had uh, severe terminal bronchitis from World War II. So he pretty much uh, was told to move to Arizona where the weather was dry and not humid. And he would live a lot longer, which he did. So that's how I got into Arizona. Mm -hmm. And uh, went to school there, grammar school, high school, college. And I went to, when I got out of college, I got a job immediately as a sales rep. Okay. And I've been sales rep my entire yard, and I was a regional manager, national sales manager. And then in 1988, I decided to start my own rep sales agency. So I got an S Chapter Corporation, formed my own company with a partner, mm. which I later bought him out four years later. Mm. So you're saying that your generation said you, you you need to have persistence just keep going for what you want 
are... Well, it's satisfaction. Not, it had nothing to do with income. Mm -hmm. I like to do, wanted to do what I wanted to like in life. What did I like to do? Mm -hmm. What did I feel comfortable about? I tried different things and I ended up... I love what I do and I love talking to people and I'm very social. Okay, okay. How can we, the <clears throat> listeners, understand your generation, the baby boomers? Well, the baby boomers, I guess, the uh, biggest thing is, is we were still very old-fashioned in aspect. You know, the parents and everybody else. Mm -hmm. Very, very taught up to be very Christian-like. They treat all races the same. Mm -hmm. And uh, we all ate dinner at the table every night of the week. Okay. We didn't have fast food. Didn't know what fast food was. Mm -hmm. Didn't even have it, I don't think. Mm -hmm. Once in a while, we'd maybe go to a restaurant. Mm -hmm. And it was about it, you know. Okay. Yeah. So family is pretty much your generation. Correct. I feel you. I understand that part. Okay. Um, how are you bringing your generation to the sales rep? Because sales rep is, is, is a tedious job. Yeah. How are you bringing your generation to the rep community? In terms that, of? Like just your style, your, your persistence. Okay. Well, I guess my style, which I never realized, basically low-key, uh, the test that I took at Elger, U.S. Brass Elger Company to be a national sales manager, was basically, uh, did I have the aptitude to be a sales rep? Mm. Did I have the personality for it, the intelligence for it, to run business? And I guess um, that's probably part of it. Mm. Okay, I took one of those tests too, and they told me, that I went to Sacramento for it, and they told me that um, I was a person that every, every employee would like to hire, because I, I get along, I'm, I'm, I'm flexible. The same here. You know, that's what they told me on this. And excuse me, people um, out there, we are at a rep um, convention right now, so yeah, there's going to be a lot of people in the background. We do apologize, but this is live, yep. and I don't edit. <laughs> how long have you been doing? How long I, been... I started my uh, rep agency in 1988, mm -hmm. so it's been 35 years. Oh, my Lord. Yeah, straight commission, never draw a straight paycheck. Mm. So it's, it's a driving business where you have to succeed or you just don't live. That's how comedy is, too. Yeah, um, I, yeah. Mm -hmm. I mean, yeah, it, people want steady jobs, they want a paycheck, but if you think you have the aptitude and you love what you're doing mm -hmm. and you create friendships, I've had the same clients for 35 years. Wow. Some of the people used to drive a truck, now are CEOs, oh, and now wow. they're my friends. Wow. Wow, so, persistence. Persistence is all of that. I mean, I got turned down, no, 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 no. I've gone to some companies for years, six years, I walked in the same company once a month and presented my products. And after six years, they called me up and once and said, it's your time. Right. And that happened many times in my life. Right. Like I just told you, I had a client that me and you actually went and visit. Three years later, what they're calling me, they want their um, hardware yesterday. Yeah, they came in the booth looking for you. You know, I came, <laughs> I was three years ago. They want us now. So that's crazy. And then, you know, what you're saying about not having a steady paycheck and you just have to have people like your wife she believes in you she knows you're a go-getter yep and see my husband he believes in me too but it's still that wondering of a check because he's used to having a check you well know so I mean? my wife i worked for the department of agriculture mm. she worked for scientists in a lab mm. and she was a technician that's what she did for like 37 years mm. so you know we have five children and 16 grandkids oh lordy <laughs> lordy <laughs> Oh, hey, I'm Italian. What do you want? Oh, my God. That's a lot. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Yeah. But, yeah, it, it, it takes a lot for people to understand our lifestyle. I agree. Yes. Oh, totally. Thank you. 
Is there anyone you can say that you mimic or took a liking to that shaped you to who you are today? You know, uh, I would have to say my mother. My mother was always happy-go-lucky. My father was an old Italian, very strict. My mother was always, if we did something wrong, pretty much talked to us and made sure we didn't do it again. Uh-huh. My father would spank us the old days. Uh-huh. So, I mean, I, I think she shaped a lot of it for personality. And then pretty much um, the person, just what I want to be happy. Right. And I want other people to be happy. I enjoy people. Right. I like to help people. Uh-huh. That's part of it. Yes, I, I love it too. That's probably why I'm in this business or in comedy. I love people that have fun, smile, and I like to help, especially if I'm knowledgeable in it. And, I, and, it, and it just oozes off of me. Exactly. And it oozes off of you all the time. So I stay right next to him when he's doing these <laughs> trades. So I'm like, what, is, what, what can I learn from Mike today? No, I, I love when you're around because you're a beautiful personality. Thank you. And you're very punk comical a lot of times. <laughs> <laughs> you say stuff and I go, Oh, she really said that. <laughs> and just, we keep going like, okay. <laughs> it's great. Yeah, no problem at all. And we actually, we met, uh, Dee and I met about four or five years ago. Mm-hmm. And we met, she was working for a different company. Mm-hmm. And we liked each other, met several times when she came in town from Vegas to Phoenix. Mm-hmm. And then we started talking and she was unhappy with the company she was with. Right. And basically we started talking and I ended up hiring her to cover Las Vegas for me. See? Because you never know. Exactly. Because I'm always a person that go and talk. You know, that's what people in the comedy world, they don't understand me. Like, I'm a go-getter. Well, yeah, and you got the personality for it. And I don't wait for anyone to tell me who I can talk to. You talk to anybody you want. Exactly. Exactly. You know, I have a mind of my own. And I, I see a, someone told me I was an opportunist. If I see an opportunity to talk to someone, I'm going to take it. Well, I'm worse than you. I talk to dogs, <laughs> cats. I talk to people in the malls. Those are opportunities. My wife says, you, you talk to everybody, sweetie. Hmm. Somebody smiles at me, I'm walking up. Every people smile at me because I'm always smiling. Right. So when I'm walking around, they smile back. Right. And sometimes they'll stop and they'll say, how you doing? I say, how you doing? And I don't know who these people are. They I, don't know me either. They don't know me either because we are approachable. Completely different. It's approachable. You're yeah. approachable. We want people to come talk to us. Oh, we, little kids come up to me all the time. I love children. Right. So kids see me and they automatically look at me and they come walking over. It's oh amazing. My, oh my goodness. What doors are you trying to open? For, like, for any upcoming reps, what doors are you trying to open or do you have opened? Oh, I help reps all the time with right. different product lines, factories that I represent or haven't represented in the past. You know, pretty much they, uh, they need help. Reps call me. Any open lines, who I contact, you know, so-and-so. And I belong to a uh, rep group for about 30 years. It's called the National Decorate. Rep Network, which is reps from every state in the United States, with 22 reps covering the country, and we meet once a year in different cities, and we would have meetings for three days, and how to help each other do business and run our businesses professionally. Wow, I did not even know that. Someone told me about another group of well-to-do men that are well off, like they just came into money. There's a group for them too. They meet up every year, but I did not know there was a rep. Yeah, and it, it's, it, I don't know if you saw the lady that came to the booth this morning. Okay. She came over and she hugged me and we talked. She's a former rep for the group, she's still in the group. Okay. And she invited me to go back to the group in Chicago in October, the old reps and the new reps, and to help train the new reps for a couple of days. That's amazing. Just as a courtesy. Just as a courtesy? Yeah. Is she gonna fly you in though? No, I pay my own expenses. See, that's balling. See, he, <laughs> that is balling. He is going to be blessed. 
He is going to be blessed. Are you happy where you're at right now? Oh, yeah. I love my wife. I love my children. I love my grandkids. I love what I do. And I make a substantial income at the same time. And it does ooze off of him. Every, every time I'm around him, you can feel the love. You can feel it. Um, if you are uh, this one, um, so you're happy, tell the listeners what is the secret of happiness? What is the secret well, of happiness? first thing is don't hang around people that are toxic. Right. I did that as a younger age, and I'd hang around people that would go the wrong direction, do the wrong things, say the wrong things. I hang around people that I like. I don't hang around anybody I dislike. Mm -hmm. uh, even if I have family members, I'll pretty much be nice, but I will not do much with them. Exactly. You know, it's, it's living with people that enjoy you and you enjoy them. And you know what? I had to pay 200 maybe thousands of dollars to get that, to understand that. I used to go, I go to a psychiatrist once in a blue moon. Yeah. And um, I had to come to that understanding to not hang around tox toxic people in this family. Oh, yeah. And no I matter what to, it is, yeah. I had to cut them off. I would agree. You yeah. have to. You have to. I mean, people that don't, you're going to end up living a miserable life. You are. I mean, we have parties, family parties all the time. We have about 26 birthday parties. Mm -hmm. So we pretty much have two birthday parties every month. Mm. We travel together. We go trips together. Mm. You know, it's... Uh, Sounds we beautiful. eat dinner together, we go take the kids to parks, we take them to events, and we do stuff all the time. And that sounds like a very happy and, um, and um, delightful thing to come home to all the time. Oh, it's wonderful. You know? I love to see my wife. I love to see my kids, right. my grandkids. That's a beautiful thing. Actually, I bought a golf cart last year because some of my younger granddaughters, you know, came over and they, they see golf carts. And I said, I'm going to buy a golf cart for my son. And they said, Papa, we love golf carts. And I said, well, I had it rigged with seat belts for the front and the back, and I drive them around the community, and I take them out of the community so they can drive it in the park. And the grass was no detriment. Right, right. Okay. <laughs> They're going to be driving you around in a minute, huh? Mm -mm. Do you believe it's something inside of you that you must have to be successful in being a, a sales rep? Well, I think everything we talked about in the past, you know, just a personality, the drive, uh, education, uh, learn from other people. I learned from my customers today after 35 years in the business. You listen to your clients. Mm -hmm. I don't know what these products, we put products out. I'm not sure if they're going to buy them or not. Right. And they tell me what they like and dislike. Mm -hmm. They make the decisions. They do. The, the customer doesn't make the final decision. And I probably have 100 clients and probably a couple hundred people I deal with every month. And they'll call me up personally or they'll text me. And ask, oh, Michael, can you check this for me, do this for me? Sure. Okay. We have a relationship of uh, trust and honesty. My reputation is excellent in the business. It is. And I'm not trying to tarnish it at all. I'll be like, oh, no, <laughs> I will not. Let me take care of it. If there's something going wrong, I do not want to tarnish Mike's good name out here. I appreciate that. Thank I you. do. And that's why I try to treat everybody with kindness. Exactly. You know? And even... You know, I have some, some mishaps with, with some gentlemen, sure. but um, it, it gets taken care of. Yeah. It does. What do you believe, what could help you be more successful in this field than others? Just being you, I do, I do Just believe. Just be myself. Right. Something. Just being genuine. You're exactly right. Right. What do you believe that helped you get to where you're at today, right now? What, what do you believe to help you? Like, the education? Well, I think it's a combination of everything. Uh, personality, I think, is number one. People always like people like you and I that are very sociable. 
will talk to anybody. Mm -hmm. I have nothing against any race. Mm -hmm. I've had all types of nationalities work for me and be my assistant coaches and everything else in life. So I think personality is a big factor in how you feel about everything in life. The other one is honesty, uh, work hard. I've worked sometimes for five years at 70 hours a week mm. to get my rep agency started. Wow. I left a job. I was making $83,000 a year in 1987. Mm. Okay? Mm -hmm. I left the job. I started my own rep agency the first year. I made $19,000. The second year, I made $19,000. Took me five years to get back up to $35,000 a year. Wow. Took me eight years to make more money than I did before. Wow. A sacrifice. Right. But you have to work and you have to treat properly and have people treat you properly. That is correct. It's, it's called respect. And respect. Yes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Do you believe that you could do this, Rep? Um, do, you, do, you, do you think you could do this without any support? What I mean, family, friends, spouse, no, pets? No, no, no. Okay, no. you said stop no, me right now. You don't have to now. go through that. Yeah, stop. <clears throat> yes, you need support, right? Yeah, I just support from everybody. Right, right. It's not a one-way street. Mm-hmm. Because you need to beat off ideas and your thoughts off, off of you to someone of else. Just so you could just make sure that you're making the right decisions or choices. When I get home, I, you know, I get home, my wife babysits mm -hmm. three days a week. And mm -hmm. she's home the other two. No matter what your baby comes from babysitting or if she's home, she might come in. We always kiss each other when we come in. And we always kiss if she leaves or I leave. Mm -hmm. You know, and we enjoy each other and we talk. And a lot of times she'll say, how was today? I say, it's a great day. she say, Every day is great for you, Michael, mm. but what else happened today? Mm -hmm. So I had a few things go wrong. It's fine. You know, don't, don't let a bad moment make it a bad day. Every day is a great day. Right, right. Every day is going to be a different day, too, from the last, you know? And I started a thing years ago with, when I answer my voicemail on my phone, I say, happy Monday, happy Tuesday. You do. How you doing? Happy and Friday. Happy Friday. <laughs> and I have customers now at Shop, Ashley. Uh, she'll text me an email and it says on it, Hi, Michael, here's your sales report. Happy Tuesday. Mm. Or whatever day it is. Mm -hmm. She she picked up and she does that herself now. Other oh. people. I like that. It's, she, you know, that's a great, that's a great prep. Attribute, prep. She's happy. Right. She enjoys it. Right. And she enjoys communicating with me. Right. So. Oh, that's so sweet. Just for laughs. Okay. What are, what are some things you do to relieve intense or stressful days? Uh, dealing with customers that are difficult sometimes. They expect more, you know, they were, prom they were not promised something. We have a deal, here's, here's your contract, here's what you buy, here's what you pay. You know, and they expect more sometimes. Mm -hmm. They try to negotiate the price down. Right. And it's a little bit difficult sometimes, but I just explain to them, hey, this is what we agreed to, and what would you like me to do if we could do anything different? And what will you do to help me to make that change? Right. But what do you do for intense or stressful days? What do you do to relieve that? Oh, I, we bike ride mm -hmm. around the community. We have a loop that's about three and a half miles. Okay. I work out in the gym about four times a week. Uh, we go out to dinner quite a bit just to be social. We go to theater. We have a group that we met in Italy a year and a half ago. Right. Picked up four new friends, two couples. Uh, we go out to dinner in town. We pick a restaurant one time. They pick one the next. Okay. And then we go to theater performances. That's beautiful. <clears throat> so... That's beautiful. You were relieving some stress. That yeah, is beautiful. Yeah, yeah, there's no I don't have any stress, to be honest with you. Good. Because most people that get on here, they talk about all type of weird stuff. They're like, okay, right. okay. Well, most well then, they, then they're not doing what they like in life. Hmm. If you have stress, you have to get rid of the stress. Hmm. Don't make stress and don't live with stress. Right, don't live with it. Somebody's stressing you, either talk with them, get something resolved, 
we don't communicate anymore. Right. You don't need to be stressed out more. Every day could be your last day. Exactly, exactly. That's beautiful. Favorite color? Favorite color, blue, black, and purple. Okay, okay. And I'll it, wear a purple shirt tomorrow. And, and is there any <laughs> is there any reason why those colors are just... No, they, I think they look good on me. So my wife says the blue looks great. Mm -hmm. Like I'm wearing a blue shirt. Yeah, it does. And I wear black outfits and black pants most of the time. Mm -hmm. So I don't know, it's uh, probably some of that. Okay. Blue and black and purple sometimes. I think it's your, your wife's color, so you're just trying to make her happy. Yeah, probably. Okay, okay. <laughs> that's fine. Okay, that's and a good thing. And red, too. It's a good thing. <laughs> do you like animals? I love animals. We actually just bought two, um, what do you call them, uh, little miniature three-pound and four-pound uh, Rats? No, no, dogs. <laughs> dogs. I got a picture of them. Uh, what do they call them? They're, uh, Pugs? Uh, no, we've never had that before. We've had all types of stray dogs we pick up from the dog pound. Mm -hmm. We've done that for years. Mm -hmm. Starts with an M. I'm terrible with it. Maltese. 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 And we got one street pounds, one four. One's called Bo. Okay. And the girl's called Beatrice. So we call her B. Mm -hmm. So we have a B and a Bo. Okay. All right. And we just got them, and they're a hoot. Okay, I love dogs. And they want to be loved. I mean, they sit your lap on. Wherever you go, they follow you around. Oh, okay. All yeah. right. Love pets. I love my dogs. They make me happy. We had two dogs before that, and they both passed away. Oh. So, so now we got brother and sister. Oh, okay, okay. You are in a relationship. How long have you been married to your wife? More years than most people. What? 30-something. <laughs> yeah. That is beautiful. Yeah, thank you. Okay. Um, what is the secret of a long marriage? I need to know that part. Well, you know that it's cooperation it is it's also uh negotiating pretty much or saying okay i'll sacrifice you right. sacrifice mm -hmm. she wants to do something i'm not crazy about i'll go for her i'll right. do it with her i want to do something she do. we totally don't want to do something we're just honest about it mm -hmm. really honey i don't really want to do that you want to go with uh you know one of the daughters whatever go have a good time okay yeah so a little give and take give and take exactly right mm -hmm. okay all right, so we're wrapping this up right now. Thank you so much. Um, tell the listeners your business, um, um, how to get in contact with you. Maybe they, someone on here wants you to rep one of their business out in where where you're at. Tucson? I'm out of Arizona, Arizona. Phoenix area. Mm -hmm. My company's called MCA and Associates. Uh, we're a manufacturer sales rep agency. We're located in Gilbert, Arizona, and uh, you can locate us by that anytime. Okay, thank you so much. You're very welcome. Thank oh, you, Dave. Oh, it's my pleasure. And thank you guys for tuning in to Miss D Happiness, the Spingati Goddess podcast. You can catch us on Anchor, Spotify, um, anywhere, Amazon, anywhere you listen to your podcast. And we have to give it up to the givingwater.org. They are sponsoring us. And all they ask for you to do is take a challenge, a water, um, the water, uh, the water bottle challenge. You just drink a bottle of water and donate to this beautiful cause. It's trying to hydrate America. And thank you, my listeners, for tuning in to us once again. Have a beautiful and blessed day. Bye.